1: From coast to coast, border to border, and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Laugh and learn while you listen to a brilliant display of radio. Online Online. with Bill Alexander. Bill Alexander.
0: Good Monday evening, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here on our flagship station, WMCK.FM, McKeesport. Also, 107.5 FM, WLDJ Newcastle, which we air on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Mixtape Radio International, mtri.co.uk, Awakens.eu, Steel FM and steelfm.org. WWSX Radio 99.1 Rehoboth. We air there on Tuesday afternoon at 6 p.m. Orca Radio at OrcaRadioCoffeeCup.com in Owensburg, Kentucky. We air there on Tuesday night at 10 and Parkway 106. Parkway106.com in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we air there every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And also we stream online all the time at italknet.com located in southwestern Pennsylvania at iTalkNet. Dot com how's everybody doing for this Monday evening it is a uh, was a gorgeous autumn day in southwestern Pennsylvania which is nice to be able to say because either it's hot or or it's cold there's never an in between time but today we actually were, we we actually had a really nice weather which was a uh, odd for the change so uh enough of me talking about the weather and let me start talking about my guest I have on this evening so last week this is how the story goes last week i had a guest cancel on me And I posted it online through Facebook and through Twitter, and I had people respond, hey, this is who you need to get in touch with. However, someone I haven't talked to in about a year said, you need to contact this person. And the person I'm talking about is um, international psychic. John Edward, who was on the program about a year and two months ago, contacted me and said, you need to get this person on the air. I said, fine. So I reached out to this individual by the name of Char Margolis, and she is our guest this evening. And let's say hi to Char. Char, how are you doing this evening?
1: Well, I'm great. Boy, you guys are all over the place. <laughs> You're in the UK as
0: well? Yeah, we're the, actually, we're on two stations in the UK and one in Italy.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, in Italy, that's great. I mean, anyway, I, I appreciate that John uh, referred me to you. That's so nice. John used to watch me on TV when he was a little boy. When he was fifteen years
0: old. <laughs> really? He
1: and his mom used to. Oh yeah, he used to watch me on Sally Jesse Raphael and on Regis and on all uh, Larry King and all the shows. Well, I w- and, um, I'm gonna, and then we became friends.
0: I'm gonna make and a it's, comment it's, right
1: now,
0: na- right now, and I'm not trying to flatter you or anything. But if you take it that way, please do. But I'm looking at your photo online, and there is no way you're that old. That John listened, well, to, watched I, you when you were fifteen.
1: Well, here's, here's the truth. First of all, it was good lighting and good touch up. Thank you for for those compliments. I'll tell the photographer. But I've been doing this for almost forty nine years now. Wow. And and Regis Philbin started me on his show many years ago. Okay. And, and in fact, when when he was in Los Angeles, so I've been, excuse me, very blessed to have people like. Regis Philbin and now Kelly Ripa. I don't know if you know the story, but when she was auditioning for to be Regis's co-host, uh-huh. I was I was asked to be on the show, and um, they said, "Well, they want you." You know, Gelman says, "We want you to read for Kelly," and I said, "Okay." And so I said, "Kelly, there's a woman behind you, and she has an E initial, and I got the name Esther." She goes, "That's my grandma," I said, but she's also a D initial. Anyway, um, I said she's holding a baby, but I know you just had a baby, and but she goes oh, oh, oh. and I, and we just goes Kelly, are you not telling us something? She goes, oh my god, my bosses don't even know. <laughs> so, so she. Whenever I do the show, she always says she thinks it's because of me that she got the job, and I kept saying no, Kelly, it's because you're a talented host. That's why you got the job. And then recently, I have a podcast. It's called Char okay. CharVision, And I had Kelly and Mark on as my guests. And the backstory story, this was 19 years ago that I, I predicted this on the air. And the backstory story is Mark told us the story how he was at home watching and he fell off his chair because no one, the only people that knew she was pregnant was him and her. So, um... Back to yeah. Thanks for the compliment. I I um I have good lighting.
0: Well, the other thing is, is when you <laughs> when you mentioned uh, one of my idols in broadcast TV, especially the talk show realm, um, Sally Jesse Raphael. I'm going. Wait a minute. There's no way she's that old. But I, you just explained it. It's good lighting. So that's great.
1: Well, here's, here's the thing. Uh, Sally Jesse used to call me the alphabet soup psychic because when I read, I get initials and names. Okay, kind of like I hear. Phon- I hear phonetically. I had prime time TV shows in the Netherlands for ten seasons, and I don't speak Dutch. Ah, and, and their alphabet is different. Their alphabet is different, and their names are different. Like, you know, the Js are Y's, and Es are As, and As are Ah's. So, I don't know. I, honestly, every year, Bill, when the show. Was when the when uh, the season was over, I go. They're never going to want me back. And every season, I go. We want you back. So I was blessed to be able to live in in Amsterdam for a while, and um, they were very. They called me the godmother of spirituality. I was very blessed to be there. So you actually?
0: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish.
1: No, actually, John came to visit. John and his wife, and at that time, their little boy. Well, Justin, who's now 18, and his uh, and their little girl, Olivia, came to visit me. And um, there's a story about my other friend, Stuart Krasnow, who actually is a, a producer in Hollywood. He, he, he has a show now called The Weakest Link. It's on NBC. Yes. Jane Lynch is the host. But um, anyway, they all came to visit me because I was doing my show. And um, we were in a hotel. It was the old town hall, and it was haunted. So, and then that's where the hotel was. So, so Stewart tells a story about we're 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 in this town hall, and the lights are going on and off. And I'm there with with Char Margolis and John Edwards, the two psychics, and 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 and, and, and we're seeing like all this stuff going on. Like the there was a man sitting in the chair who wasn't there, and. It's hilarious. It was pretty funny.
0: So you you said you've been doing this for 49 years. Yes. What I
1: think almost 49 years.
0: What got you started, or what made you realize that you had this ability?
1: Well, when I was a child, I would know things. And then, and my parents would listen. Like, my mom took me out to lunch and I said, mommy, that lady cheated us. My mom would look at the bill and the woman overcharged us. I was four years old. Then two weeks later, we went, uh, my dad took me grocery shopping and I said, we came home. My mom would always look at the bill and I said, mommy, that lady cheated us. And the woman, and my mom would look at the bill and they did overcharge us. So it wasn't like, oh, she's trying to get attention. Oh, you know, that's just, you know, she's just making up stories. They really listened to me. And then, when I, was eight, I, when I was eight years old, our house was broken in two. And um, I, two weeks later, I woke up in the middle of the night, and there was a man in rags at the foot of my bed, and I could see through him. And it was a spirit, but I didn't know what that was, and no one in my family knew what it was. And, and I, I had it all figured out. I, like I threw the blankets over my head, and I said, Mommy, Mommy, those burglars were here again last night. And she goes, Oh, no, honey, that was just a sandman. I went, Oh, there's a sandman. So my parents understood that I I saw things and I knew things. So I actually went to summer camp so I wouldn't be alone at night. I have to I had to have someone stand in the room with me till I fell asleep. I had to have the closet door closed when I went to sleep. And there are a lot of people right now listening to this show whose kids think there's a boogeyman under right, the bed or right. there's somebody in the closet. And like and and so um, it, I, went to, I went to camp so I wouldn't be alone. Both of my sisters were out of the house by, while, by the time I was 11 because I was the youngest of three girls. So it was actually to conquer my fear. And then uh, uh, when I was in college, I met people who were into spiritualism and they did seances and I was invited to one. And the teacher said, you know, you can read and like, like I had been doing it for decades. I read for this woman and knew names around her and the situation around her life and her work and her family that there's no way I could have known. And I literally, Bill, had an epiphany at that moment that this is going to be my life's work. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I haven't stopped.
0: Now, it, on your website, it says you're an intuitive medium. Can you tell me what that means?
1: Well people have intuition animals have instinct people have intuition we are all guided by the universe and get gut feelings about things um, it's it's and, and and then the medium part is i communicate with spirits as well okay so i'm able to do i'm able to do both and i teach intuition to people i i do intuition retreats and i i'm teaching now privately since of covid i'm i'm teaching over the phone and or you know virtual teaching And um, it's about that time in your life, Bill, tell me about this. Maybe you wanted something, maybe it was a romance, maybe it was a business deal, maybe it was a friendship, and then this little gut feeling said, you know, don't trust it, don't do it, don't do it. But you started talking to the people, and it looked like it was a good idea, or to buy a house, or whatever it was. And then, so you didn't listen to that gut feeling, you did it anyway, and you suffered the consequences. Okay. Has that happened to you? Yes,
0: it has. (laughs) Okay. I, 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 or
1: maybe
0: I should have taken a job maybe, in Indiana forty years ago, and I didn't take it. But anyhow. Um.
1: Okay, should have, should have, would have. But yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you know. Maybe you know the universe and our divine creator had a had a a, a different kind of um, life planned out for you. Maybe to keep you out of harm's way. I mean, we don't really know. But anyway. Usually how we learn about our gut feelings is but but when we didn't listen and we suffer the consequences. Or maybe you did listen to something and something came out great for you. Right. You know, like you got a gut feeling, this is good. Oh I've got goosebumps, oh that's this feels right, I'm gonna do this. And so we all have it. I mean, I John and I are not unique. Everybody's got it. We just have worked very hard at developing it. It's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets.
0: Um, what I what I find interesting about that, and and you're right. I did. There was a job I should have taken. I thought about it the other day that I haven't in a long time. But if I would have taken the job, mm-hmm. I would have never met my wife, would have never been in the career I'm in right now, and wouldn't have the three wonderful kids I have, because she's exactly. where I'm at now. So it all worked out for a reason. But again, it would have been right. that it was that dream job that I always wanted. But for some reason, I didn't take it. But so you're saying right. that we all have this intuition.
1: Right. Or maybe you weren't supposed to take it. I mean, maybe you just were supposed to be in the position you're in. Okay. I'm talking about more like maybe, you know, a friend, you know, maybe people you you had a gut feeling not to trust them and then mm-hmm. you trusted them and they, you know, they, they turned out to not be honorable. So, I mean, I guarantee you, all the people listening at home can think about those experiences in, in their lives where they sh- they didn't listen to that gut feeling and they suffered the consequences. And the interesting thing about it is that when you get that gut feeling, it's it's not like thunder and lightning and 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 how the house shakes. It's more like a very subtle thought. Oh, you know what? You better go home now because somebody needs you or you better call your mother Mm -hmm. or you better call your child or you better, you better, you know, go back to the, to your mother's house because she left the stove on and doesn't realize it or something.
0: Well, or because what it sounds like to me is like whenever you go somewhere and you have two routes to go there and you decide to go to the one you don't normally use because there's a feeling that you don't want to go in that direction because something might happen.
1: Right. And the, and what, it's interesting you say that because, I'm of the belief that we create most of our destiny by the choices we make. Okay. So when we use logic, when we use logic, common sense, and intuition, we get our best answers. And so um, I call it that people need to own the four C's. Uh, I just wrote a book called The Universe is Calling You um, by St. Martin's Press published it. RuPaul? Do you know RuPaul? Yes, I know RuPaul. The, yes. Um, yeah, he wrote he wrote the foreword and uh Michael Patrick King from who wrote Sex in the City gave wrote a blurb and so did um Chris Colfer who was on glee. I'm very lucky. I have the gay mafia behind me. That's all I can say. <laughs> so I, I'm very lucky. <laughs> and and um and I call it the four C's. You have to have the courage to do it, the confidence, commitment ah. to conquer. The courage the courage to be intuitive and say, you know what, this is an ability I have, and I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use it to help prevent problems and attain goals in my life. And those who I love, I'm going to help them. The courage, the confidence, you have to own that power. Uh, commit yourself to focusing on it and then conquering it by, this is the hard part, acting upon it. Like something says, you know, in like your busiest part of the day, something says, go call your child or go to the school or whatever it is that it tells you. And, and when you and when you listen to it, nine out of ten times, you're really listening to, to a guidance that is a divine guidance that helps us. Because we all have guardian angels and spirit guides that walk with us. But I also, when I do my work, and I read for people every day, I have clients all over the world. I I always say a prayer of protection, because as in everyday life, there are good and bad people. In the spirit world, there are good and bad spirits, and I don't take any chances. So the problem with many of the psychics that I have seen is that they really don't know where they're getting their information from. And and I have worked for, you know, I tell my clients I've been practicing 49 years to talk to you. So, <laughs> so. it's true you know i'm only as good as my last reading and i'm always learning right but the one problem is that people think oh their ego's getting away oh i got a name of someone i got this i got that i got a situation about this person that i couldn't know about but 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 the problem is is that it's like a ouija board ouija boards are really bad they can bring low level energies and entities onto it and um It'll tell a kid nine really amazing things that are real and then the tenth thing they'll say, Go build a bomb and blow up your school. So you have to be really careful because there are trickster energies out there as well. So
0: the one thing I think is interesting is and you mentioned the Ouija board and John and I talked about this too, is that we think of it and and we think of the whole the whole reading idea and the the, the, the psychic and the medium we, For some reason, society doesn't think it's real. For goodness sake, Milton Bradley made a board game, and it's where you get to your friends on Halloween night and you play it, and then I hear people like you tell me, don't do it because there's always a negative energy there. Where is the negative well, that, energy that, coming that, from?
1: But see, that's how the trickster energies infiltrate into everyday life. They make it a toy. Right. So you have, as I said earlier, as in everyday life, there are good and bad people in the the spirit world. There are good and evil spirits. So, you know, when you open your door, if somebody knocks on your front door, are you just going to let anybody into your house?
0: Of course not.
1: Of course not. It's the same with spiritual connection. You only want the highest level of goodness, love, and God around you, or they are not welcome.
0: So how do you convince people that what you're doing is a real service and not, I hate to use the word, but hokum? Because a lot of people don't believe this. And the more I talk to psychics like you and like John, I'm going, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Especially now with the intuitive part that you throw into it, because I'm going, I can see that because I've had those experiences in my past. But how do you do Mm -hmm. your readings where you can actually reach out to, uh, I don't want to use the word reach out to a spirit, but maybe that is what you're doing, that that they're contacting you to relay information to the other person?
1: Okay, so first of all, I am not here to convince anybody of anything. Right. I am here as somebody who will verify what other people believe in, because I'm not trying to change other people's attitudes or ideas of what life is but i do believe we come down here with a blueprint of how our life should be and the way we we um we guide our life is by the choices we make and as far as spirits are concerned you've got to realize something bill spirits are like friends they can give you good advice and they can give you bad advice so it's So it's most important to measure everything you get with the highest level of goodness, love, and God because prayer matters. Prayer is positive thinking. Positive attracts positive and brings positive results. Negative attracts negative and brings negative results. So those people out there who are listening to me are going to, yeah, I had intuition, or guess what? I saw. Excuse me, I saw my my grandmother at the foot of my bed after she crossed over, mm-hmm. and she was and she and she gave me a hug, and she told me, "Don't worry, honey, everything's going to be okay." Now, I am here to to validate that this experience that you are having that's not crazy. It's like you're not crazy. This is this has happened to me since I'm a little girl, and. And what's interesting is my clientele, I, I'm in third-generation families now. I, the people who originally found me for reading are now passed over, and I'm reading for their children and their grandchildren. I, I'm like family with some of these people. These people keep coming back because somehow my angels and my guides feed me information that really help people in their lives.
0: So what is the most I mean and I know you can't divulge names of people that you spoke with but what are some of the most interesting readings that you've done
1: Well gosh I went undercover and <laughs> with a police department and and helped put a guy behind bars 25 years to life and he's probably—I don't know if he's out by now or not—but I hope he can't find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, i've I've read for I've read for royalty. I've read for some of the most famous people in the world. I've read for people. the The people who touch my heart are the pure, good-hearted people. No, doesn't matter if there's a custodian, a school teacher, mm-hmm. or just you know a waiter or waitress or dishwasher I mean to me the the people who live with a pure heart and kindness and compassion are the ones that move me the most but um I mean I told I I I told one woman she came to me to see if her husband was having an affair he worked for Warner Brothers and I said this was many years ago and um I said, well, I see a, a lump in your breast or your sister's breast. They had, they both had, a, she was like a J name and so was her sister and they were similar names. And I, I said, I don't know if it's you or her, but I said, you better get a mammogram. And so she calls me up a week or two later and she goes, well, you were wrong. I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing. I said, well, good. I'm glad I was wrong. Six months later. I get a call. I have cancer, breast cancer. Right. Well, I'm glad you caught it in time. So, this is this is this is my world. This is this is what happens. But this is what everybody can do to prevent problems in their lives and attain goals. That's what's so important. So, so did John? Read, did John read for you when when you were he was on your show?
0: Actually, he did, and the bad thing is I didn't realize he was because I kept asking him questions and he had to stop me and said, "So does this sound familiar to you?" And I had to stop and remember what he told me, and I'm going, "Oh my goodness, you did! I did not!" And, and I'm doing my own interview, and I didn't realize he was reading me, so that was how surprised okay, so I was.
1: I, I'm- I'm going to read for you right now. May I? Yeah, sure. Okay, because you always have to ask permission. So you need to be open-minded about everybody, living and deceased. Mm -hmm. And I usually pick up on initials and names of of people. I'm getting a couple things. First, is there another William around you that's not you? Did you have a grandfather, father?
0: I had a grandfather and a father-in-law and a brother-in-law.
1: Okay, because I feel like there's somebody here named William. I think it's your grandfather. Okay.
0: Which would make sense, and
1: maybe, may yeah, maybe, and also, was there somebody who who grew up on a farm?
0: Yes, or
1: a rural area. That was would it your grandpa.
0: That would be my grandfather, William. Yeah, Bill.
1: Yeah, he he's here, and also, do you know if there was if they grew corn or wheat or um or were there like a farm with animals? Do you know if yes, or was there a they uh, they you know they grew
0: for, for they grew corn and they had a dairy farm.
1: Yeah, because I also see either a corn grinder or a silo that okay. had corn in it. Did, did somebody cut their finger or hurt, lose a part of their finger in a corn grinder?
0: <laughs> no, but I had an uncle lose his life on a tractor when his shirt got caught on the wheel and it took him underneath it.
1: Okay, I think is he a J or G initial, or don't say the name. Oh, but it's, there's also a am yeah?
0: I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long, but um, I wouldn't okay,
1: be. Okay, there's, there's 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 also someone that's a J or G initial, like a John or James, a Joseph, a J. Okay. Do you know who that is? Is that your that would your be grand, your uncle? Your
0: that would be my other grandfather.
1: Yeah, he's here too. And then they also show me um either a Mary, a Margaret, or an Anne. A or M. Like a Mary Anne or Anne Marie or um A or M.
0: I have my grandmother is Agnes and I have Agnes.
1: A, okay, don't say names, but that's okay. That's the A. <laughs> okay. Is there another M? Yes, is there, there is another M or A.
0: Yes, there's another M.
1: And is it spelled M A R? Yes. Like Mary or Margaret? Yes. Or, or Mar- okay, Mary or Margaret. Okay. Is that your other grandma or your aunt? Who is that?
0: That would be an aunt.
1: Yeah, I think she's here, too. And what's the story? Do you know if there was a story about someone who had to give a child away? Or or someone was adopted? Yes. was it a family secret? Yes. Not anymore.
0: <laughs> well, it wasn't either after after the individual <laughs> passed away either, so but okay.
1: Right. But I feel like that person's here too. Okay. And I feel like they that like they're at peace with what's gone on with this and what's happened with it. So anyway, so that's how I agree I don't know you. I don't know anything about no. you. There's no way probably I could even find out about your grandfather. But this is what I do every day with my clients and I love it.
0: So would that be considered a cold read then?
1: Well, I don't that that's not a real that's not a real word, cold. Okay. That's not a real word. <laughs> that 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 doesn't exist. The skeptics made that word that name up. Okay. That that doesn't that doesn't exist in the in the real respected world of of um guidance. It's what what I just did was ask you if I could read for you mm-hmm. and you allowed me to and I'm grateful because it's always an honor when people trust me.
0: I I think it's I think it's unique and and again, this is this is the question I had for John too. How do these people contact you, or how do you get into? And I don't want to—I don't want to insult you by saying this, but how do you get into the zone to be able to read this information or gather this information?
1: It's kind of like my mind goes blank, and I feel the energy and the nerve endings, like my or nerve endings touch you, and I feel—I I usually connect with people's voices. Okay, I—I I, I only. I didn't even do in-person readings for 20 years of my career. I only read over the phone, and then I and then I trust the thought of the of the energy that comes through, and I I trust the divine information that's brought through me to share with you, because when one day we're all going to die, and when we're all on our deathbed, we're going to go. Gee, I really hope. I see my mom again. I really hope I see my dad again. I really hope I see my child again. And what I do and what John does is we take away people's fear of death because it's just a reunion again when we get over there. If you go to a good neighborhood. Now, this is a whole different subject matter. Okay. If you live if you live with goodness, love, and God in your heart, then you go to a, a place of goodness. But if you live... It, if you live, are they telling me to shut up or what? No.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that came from. I just heard that
1: too. <laughs> well maybe it's a maybe it's a ghost, but anyway, so it you know karma happens, so there's different neighborhoods over there. so when when you are uh, when, when we are we judge ourselves when we cross over by our deeds and our actions and our thoughts and who we are and the way and our compassion and the love that we, we share with other everybody, because the only, you know, when we die, it doesn't matter how rich you are, how famous you are, how great you look. It's, it's about, did you live with kindness? Were you compassionate? Did you help others? You know, I I just saw this young boy on, on, in, um, on the, on the road and I could tell he was falling asleep with his homeless sign. And it was like, i i i was it was at a stoplight, and i went to I took a dollar out of my car and i I went to give it to him, and he didn't even see it because he was falling asleep on his feet. I mean what is going on in our world with the the thousands of homeless people and and people not respecting one another and not caring about each other? What really matters when we cross over is that mm-hmm. is is did we live with goodness and kindness in our heart, and did we help others? That's all that matters. Doesn't It matter, doesn't matter if you're, you know, Queen Elizabeth, if you're not a good
0: person. And I, I, I agree with that. You're online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, 107.5 FM, WLDJ Newcastle, Mixtape Radio International at mtri.co.uk, Awakens.eu, SteelFM.org, Radio Rehoboth at RadioRehoboth.com, Orca Radio at orcaradio.coffeecup.com in Owensburg, Kentucky. Parkway 106 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, of course, streaming online at italknet.com. So, Char, whenever whenever you do um, a reading, have you done a reading that has been unnerving to you that you don't want to follow through with it?
1: Uh... I have read for people who I won't read for again. Okay. I fire them. I fire them because they're not nice people and I don't want that energy around me or my chihuahua. <laughs> okay, come on, that's a little bit funny. Yeah, it is funny. My chihuahua. <laughs> come on, you can laugh.
0: You're allowed. Okay.
1: Um, so, um, yeah, there have been people who I absolutely didn't want to connect you again. And then I've tried to help people turn from evil to good, but I don't know. Sometimes I think a leopard doesn't change its spots. I think sometimes people are just who they are, the way they are, unfortunately. But as I was saying earlier, when we cross over, we resonate with that energy that we are so if you're a good person you go to a good place and you see your loved ones again and if you're not a good person you go to a bad neighborhood
0: do you feel animals have the ability or they're able to see things that we can't
1: you know absolutely my my little dog definitely will look up in the corner and bark at something and see something that and I'll go, oh, and I, I at one time I had five cats, two dogs, and two horses. But at the five cats and two dogs, like they would all, I, when I would do a reading at my home in Michigan, they would all look up in the corner at the same time and would say, oh, there's a spirit, I better look over there. And then there was, there would be someone.
0: Because the the, the home that I live in, that we've been here for almost 20 years now, um, an individual passed away in it. And to this day, I have two dogs that I could swear see something um, out of the corner of their eye, and they just stop, and they look, and then they go back to what they're doing. I know in the past that I have seen something walk behind me, and there's no one there. So I, I just wonder if we do have the ability, and that's what we're seeing, And we just don't want to accept that we have the ability to do that.
1: Okay, so Bill, how do you convince people that you're seeing a spirit because you know you are?
0: Well, lucky... I'm
1: asking you you the same question you asked me.
0: How do you convince people? Lucky for me, my wife has also seen it. And she's felt that she's felt the... She's felt the, uh, the 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 presence of someone being in the room with her, and the one day it was the first year, year and a half we lived here. She was doing laundry, and she said she felt a presence around her, and she just stopped, mm-hmm. and she realized someone was there. Looked around, there was no one, and she was trying to meant she was talking to it, and saying, "I'm here, I'm no. fine, we're taking care of things." And then all of a sudden, it just the the, the presence left.
1: So you just answered the question that you asked me. How do you convince people that that happens? Most of the time, people need to experience it themselves Mm -hmm. to really understand it. Or when people, you know, get a reading, like what I just did for you. Yes. You know, what I picked up on you. There's no way I could have known all that stuff. the the,
0: No, not at all. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, so, um, but you just answered your own question because you were, otherwise your wife might lock you up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very true. And the funny thing about it, and and I never thought about this before, but my son, who is 20 years old, also mm -hmm. had this experience. There is a theater in this area that he works at during the summer. And in the theater, it's it's always been claimed that it's been haunted. And he tells a story Mm -hmm. where he knows that he was in this room. He was working on a set. And out of the blue, he heard a drill running. He looked around him. There was no one in the room except him. And then he just calmly walked out of the room, (laughs) took a few minutes, and then came back and finished what he was doing. But again, he felt the presence of it being there.
1: Well, God bless him because he, he's open to it. And I find that a lot of the young kids are more open, like the veil between here and the energetic world is thinner. And I think these younger kids are more open to accepting the information and understanding the information uh, I Just think that their brains are different. I think if we were to scan their brain and scan an, a, an adult brain, that they'd be very different, okay. Um, but I think it's obviously your son is intuitive, you're, you're intuitive, your wife's intuitive, and here's the thing like you, you did, you saw a spirit, and but, you know, what did they say? You know, why were they there? What were they trying to tell you? What, what was the purpose of that energy being there? Or do they just want to be acknowledged? Or are they there to give you some information? How? That's where I, can, like, if people go to char.net, C-H-A-R.net, and they call, they call for a reading or they call for a, a session to, for me to teach them, i help people understand that so this this
0: ability or this 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 feeling this intuition whatever it is how are you able to harness it and actually use it in a positive way to benefit you in the future
1: okay so you're okay but you're so psychic right now and i'm going to tell you why okay i have i am teaching people as i told you over the phone and uh and you know, I I do these retreats, but I can't now because of COVID. Right. But literally, I I almost wish this was, was this was on Zoom because the name that I call it is harness your psychic intuition. I swear that's what it's called. Okay. And you said how do you harness it. I so that's really really perceptive of you. So how do you harness it? Well you got to take a class with me to understand it because you can't really explain it in you know a five minute interview right you there there's a lot to it but it's even though there's a lot to it, it's also very simple you 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 know you can't just believe you're psychic because belief means doubt knowing means certainty. you have to know that you're psychic and intuitive and you need to own your power number one. Then, when you own your power, those we we use those four C's that I was talking about: courage, confidence, commitment, and conquering it. Conquering it is by acting upon it. And um, but there's there's a lot more to it, and it's understanding your thoughts and your feelings. Like you you felt the energy of something in your home that you just knew there was someone else there. Right, you felt energy you felt a present it could have you know it's like I talk about people you could be doing the dishes in the kitchen and and you, and there's a house full of people and you know and your back is to the door so you don't know who's walking in but you feel the energy you know if it's your son you feel their energy you know if it's your wife you feel their energy we all have our own unique energy thumbprint Oh, I got to write that in my book. I got
0: to take a note. <laughs> okay. Um speaking of your book, The Universe Is Calling You. What? Uh-huh. Is this the first book you wrote or have you written multiple books before?
1: I think it's my sixth book. Okay. My fifth or sixth book. My first book, my first book is called Questions from Earth, Answers from Heaven. And by the same publisher that published this, then I wrote a And then I wrote uh, a book called Love Karma about love. And that was by, um, I think, Sterling. And then I wrote a book called Discover Your Inner Wisdom. And that was by um, Simon & Schuster. And then I self-published a book called Life. And then in the Netherlands, I have other books that I published in Dutch. Because every time I did a TV show, they wanted me to have um, a book. So I have books floating around the world. Uh I know they've been it's been in Portuguese and and I know the first one was in Portuguese and in and in, in Hebrew and I'm I'm not even sure. I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know where they are.
0: So I I find it interesting because you mentioned this earlier that RuPaul wrote a foreword in the book. How do you know RuPaul?
1: Well, he had a radio show 25 years ago on KTU radio in New York. Okay. And I was a regular guest on his show. And I would co- I would go on and we would take callers and I would read for people and people were getting help and they loved it. So just like what I did for you just now reading, I did that for people calling in, which I also do on SharVision. at if people go to my um, Facebook page and sign up for it, if get just go to char dot net c h a r dot n e t and go and watch Char Vision every Friday night, six o'clock Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern, and if they just sign up for um, Intuitive Medium Char Margolis, I take callers at the end of my show. Oh, really? And um, I re- and I read for people. Yeah, and um because a lot of people, you know, can't afford a private reading or right. don't have time to do. So, so I, I tried to give that the best I can. So anyway, Rue was, um, Rue always had me on his show. And through the years, uh, recently he was, um, excuse me, my friend Stuart produced a show that, uh, a talk show that he did a, a thing on and I was there and we saw each other and, and so I have a show on, on. he works with World of Wonder, and they they have a network called Wow Presents Plus, and I have a show on their network called Reading Queens, where I read for the drag queens.
0: Oh, that must be fun.
1: It's so much fun, and a lot of them are just not in drag. They're just right. adorable boys. But what's so beautiful about it is it shows... That you know, we're all really all the same. Mm-hmm. We're all very much alike. We all have emotions and feelings, and we all want to love and be loved. And it it helps take the stigma away of whoa, there. You know, people who are prejudiced or you know, bigoted or whatever. It shows that you know we're all human. We just all have different desires and, and needs and, and wants and 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 abilities of the way we want to express ourselves.
0: So whenever, if we're not in the situation we are right now in the world with the whole pandemic going on, were you doing live readings um, for large crowds? Were they for individuals? How did you do them? And, well, and I, there... have
1: to tell you, I have to tell you a story about John Edwards. Okay. So he invited me to speak with him. He, It was, um, I, I forgot, somewhere in New York, it was this big place. 3,000 people. I I mean, I had never read for that many. I read for maybe 1,000 people at one time. Not 3,000 people, because I I do events. I've done events all over the world. And 3,000 people in the round. And literally, I was reading for this person, and I I literally was going in circles and got lost. I couldn't find the people. I don't know how he did that every night. Westbury. That's what it was called. Westbury. That's where he did his events. So I actually, he, he was kind enough to invite me to speak with him, but it was like, I don't know how he did it every night, 3000 people, but he did.
0: When you do a reading, cause I know someone that had a reading, um, and actually she was at one of John's events and she had it and he's going through the whole thing and he's basically laying out everything and yet another woman says, no, that's me, and takes it, even though the woman that I know knew it was about her. Does that frustrate you at all, or do you just say, okay, fine, they believe it, just, just move on from there? Well,
1: you know, now that happens sometimes when I'm on my show on SharVision. Vision. Like, people will call in and they'll say, oh, you were really reading me, and I was. I said, well, no, I think I really was reading the other person, but maybe it was more than coincidence that you were listening to it because maybe your loved ones with those names or situations were trying to you know tap you on the shoulder and say hey i'm still around too okay you know you never know but it doesn't frustrate me it it makes me feel like there you know we're all in we're all in this together you know the in my my book the universe is calling you I talk about how we're, we are all interconnected. And I think what's going on with this, and this, I, I wrote this before the COVID thing, and I think what's happening is that this is a collective karma that we're all going through for some reason, and to learn patience and to learn compassion for one another. And, and, um, and you know, you, know well, you wear a mask to help yourself, but you wear a mask to help other people. And at first they were saying wear a mask to help other people. So, you know, I mean, not everybody wears right. a mask, but I'm not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to go there. <laughs> but, but you know, we are all responsible for one another.
0: Have you ever done a reading before where you were not getting anything at all? And the person is just hanging on every every word that you say, but yet there's nothing there to say to them?
1: You know... I I I, read, I think I've read for people who were not open and they didn't want me to pick up on stuff with them and then they weren't being open and the their wife would be with them and they go, of course, that's, that was your father's middle name. How could you forget that? And, of course, he did own a restaurant at one time. Well, that's not what he did his whole life. You know, it depends on who you're reading and, and what their attitude is. But um, I I don't know. I mean, I don't get complaints, so I'm not. You know, if it ain't broke, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: That's right. Now, I was just curious because it it's one of those situations where I can I can see you doing it and 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 you hitting every nail on the head, but yet the individual doesn't realize that you are until later on. And has that happened to you
1: before? Yeah, I had people call me back and say, you know what, you were right. It was so-and-so and whatever. Yeah, but, you know, I trust the information that's given to me. I, I own my power of, uh, humbly own it, of the information that is given to me to share with people. Because I'm here to help people. Okay. I'm here to help people help themselves. And so... I don't have an ego that needs to be have confirmation in the moment. I just give what I give and move on. And most all the time, it it helps people, <laughs> and that's all I care about.
0: So, how are you doing readings right now with the whole pandemic happening? Is everything online or over the phone, or how's that working?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly over the phone or on FaceTime or Skype or yeah, I I I've it's the same as it's always been. I've been doing this for forty nine years, so I mean, I work, I I have clients most every day. I mean, this week I even worked on Saturday, and I'm working this Saturday as well. But um, yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with people who re- it, word of mouth is the best way. Okay, but also then you know, but also I was on Kelly and Ryan in February. So, you know, Kelly talked me up and told everybody how, you know, accurate I am. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have people like Kelly and RuPaul and people who are famous support my work. But, you know, I, I have, um, I have longevity, <laughs> you know. I, I have a reputation that followed me for many, many years, and I'm blessed with that.
0: So, how? I, and I, I know I'm doing it because I'm trying to get your age. But how old were you when you actually started oh, doing I'll, this?
1: I'll tell you how old. I okay. Am. No, I'll tell, I just I just turned sixty-nine.
0: Wow! Um, c- like yeah, I said, and, you don't look um, like it. That's amazing.
1: Thank you. I don't know what which photo are you looking at. Because I'm looking the one in the fr-
0: I'm looking the I one think. in the front of your website right now.
1: Am I wearing a blue shirt?
0: No, you're wearing a leopard uh, jacket. Oh,
1: that well, that was taken like a while ago, so that's why. Well, don't
0: tell me that. that
1: was taken a while ago. <laughs> but there, well, I'm telling you the truth. But if okay. You look, if you look at my Instagram, you'll see more recent yeah. photos of me.
0: So you started doing this when you were 20, 20 then.
1: 21.
0: 21, okay. 21. So, 21. Before I let you go, which is hard to believe we've been almost on for an hour right now, but when you started doing this, how, I mean, how did people find you in the early days?
1: Well, I was, um, I did publicity for the Easter Seal Society. I was, um, I was a volunteer. I helped teach kids without legs to ski, to snow ski. I started a ski, uh, I, I started a, um, uh, I talked a guy in Michigan and said buying outriggers and I, and I did a whole ski program with kids who were amputees. And then I would put people on radio and TV, um, to promote helping the, you know, Easter Seal society and, once we even had Minnesota Fats come into town, the real one. Wow! That you know the the the, the pool player. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that he kept tr- he kept trying to kiss me in the elevator the whole time. Oh my god, <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> so anyway, that so once the radio guy said, "Well, what do you do?" I said, "Well, I'm a school teacher, but I'm learning to be a psychic." He said, "Will you come on my show?" And then it just snowballed, and I did a show called Kelly and Company, and. In, in Detroit and it just snowballed and so people would find me from that but also every time I did a reading, like if somebody said I I I want a reading from you and I do a reading and then they would tell someone and they would tell someone and it's still that way. Word of mouth is my best way still.
0: That is because- that is just amazing to me. Um that that you've been I mean not that that you've been doing it this long, but your popularity has grown so much and you have so many celebrities that have found you or have reached out to you to be able to do readings for them.
1: Well, yeah. But like I said, you know, the people who really touch my heart are the ones who are kind and loving if they're famous or not. You know, that's... You know who one of my... One of my clients was in the old days. Oh my God, um, Miles Davis, the famous Miles Davis.
0: Yeah, you know who that is. Yes, I know who that is.
1: Yeah, he was. He actually called me before they called the ambulance before he died, and I I went running to the hospital to be with him. And nobody really knows it. I mean, I I I may have written about it in my book, but. You know, we. I didn't call the magazines. I didn't call inquire. I And that's the other thing. I I've turned down a lot of things during the years because I was always in this for the long run. Because I always knew it was my life's mission. So I've been, I it's I've been honored to be able to do what I've been put on the earth for. Not many people can say that they've had that experience.
0: So I'm I'm looking at your website before I let you leave, and I I, I see something here that you were on which I guess would have been 2016 um, at the Republican debate and you did a thing oh, with yeah. entertainment tonight that must have been very interesting
1: yeah because i i would secretly tell them trump's going to win i would tr- i would secretly say yeah i think he's going to win
0: do you have a prediction for this election in in a month
1: and I'm staying out of
0: politics. Darn, I thought I did something here. How
1: did you find my website? How did you find my website?
0: How did I find it? Uh, John sent it to me. John did? Yeah, I do a lot of research before I talk to people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. So if anybody else wants to find my website, it's char.net. And I'm going to thank John. I just talked to him yesterday. Yesterday, day before yesterday, and I thanked him for for uh, connecting me with you, and he sent me a couple clients, so that's good. Um, I appreciate it because you are very delightful.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and I, I again, it's amazing that we've been on for an hour right now because this was very enjoyable for me, and I'd love to have you on oh, again in there, in the future because you're just a pleasure to talk with.
1: Oh, that's so kind. Well, it will be my pleasure. How about when my next book comes out? Okay. Um, I, I've only got twenty some pages written, but but it it, but I have to deliver it in February. So let's do. I would love to bring uh, talk about my new book then because I can't say what it's about. Okay, it's really, it's it. I'm excited about it.
0: That sounds great um i i'm looking forward to talking to you again in february so i really appreciate you taking time tonight
1: okay it, okay it'll be after february it'll okay. probably be the spring before okay. we do it and thank thank you so much it's it's been my pleasure and i wish you and your family well and stay safe and i don't care what anybody else does out there wear your mask and take care of yourselves everybody this shall pass, too.
0: Thank you very much. Shar Margolis, thank okay. you very much. I'll put all your information on my website in the in the podcast description that we do, and so I can get more people to your website, which is char.net. So, again, thank you very much, and you thank have a great you. night. Bye-bye. Thank you.
1: You, too. Take good
0: care. You, too. Char Margolis here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. That was a pleasure. That really was. I enjoyed doing that, and I really thank her for being part of the program tonight. And also like to thank all our radio stations that were on. It's like an alphabet soup WMCK.FM, McKeesport. 107.5 FM, WLDJ Newcastle. Mixtape Radio International at MTRI.CO.UK. Awakens.EU. Steel FM at steelfm.org. Radio Rehoboth at Rehoboth. Delaware, Orca Radio in Owensburg, Kentucky, Parkway 106 in Pittsburgh, PA, and of course, italknet.com. Guys, I am out of here. You have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday night here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. This has been a Million Dollar Baby production. For more information, go to italknet.com.